Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have The Physics of Madness. So, for those of you just tuning in, creepypasta are, in essence, campfire stories that are told across the internet. Um, you can also go Google it, find out a proper definition, but it's essentially the rundown of that. And for the rundown of this story, uh, it begins with. Um, this guy is leaving, goes, uh, leaves home, goes to school, and it's a special day because the Hadron or Hadrian Collider um, is. Yeah, I always thought it was Hydra. It's it's Hadron. Mm-hmm. Or you thought it was Hydra? No, Hydron. Oh, okay, gotcha. Or Hadron. There we go. Yeah. Um, no, it is actually Hadron, not. I know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was, was Benedict. Yeah. Um, to the best of my knowledge, the Hadrian. Yeah, Hadron. I did it. I don't know why I'm doing still online in an Ani accent. Um, wow. We are like, what, five se- 30 seconds into this? Into this? <laughs> yeah, to the best of my knowledge, the had- Hadrian, Hadrian Collider doesn't exist. Yeah. Never did exist. Never will exist. Um, so he goes to school and he's in his physics class and they've they've got the uh, TVs uh, like set up. So they can watch the um, the launching of the Hadrian Collider, um, which they it's never been done before, and they want to know what'll happen when they smash the particles together and stuff. And oh, people are worried, like what will happen if it fails? What will happen if it succeeds? Um, all that noise stuff that was happening a couple of years down the uh, back in, uh, back in the day when the actual Hadrian Collider and other colliders were being worked on or being done. Um, so. They launch it up, they set it up, and boom, something goes wrong. Um, this, is it like a, just a rift in reality just opens up like right off the get-go? Um, yeah, yeah, it basically yeah. just blows just up. Just kickstarts with, yeah, the the Hadron Collider collided and um, a rift in reality opens up and things start coming out. Um, uh, alien creatures and a weird mist starts pouring out. Um... And these guys are like 20, min- 20 minutes drive or 20 miles away from the actual collider in their town. So um, suffice to say, chaos just explodes. Uh, people start freaking out. Um, lives are lost and whatnot. Uh, meanwhile, back at this high school, same thing's going on. Riots are starting. They're running out of their school trying to... Staff are trying to get to their homes. People are ones. literally smashing windows together. And leaping out, out on three-story buildings. And I'm like, was every class watching this? Because, like, I don't <laughs> yeah. understand why Spanish class is watching this momentous day in physics. Yeah. Or, or like, the why... class. Like... Yeah. I don't think I don't think in auto shop they really give a fuck about, about Yeah, a no, super nobody collider. should be... Yeah, the, like, unless, like, the science class just, like... Freaked out, left their buildings, like, and just started, like, spreading the word really fast. There's no reason for that to have happened. But, um, it did. Um, and people, apparently somebody, like, just, like, broke one of the windows of this high school and left out 30, uh, uh, left out three floors and just got up and started limping away. 
which I just kind of thought was both like really ridiculous and kind of hubris when I read that. Oh yeah, I I definitely enjoyed. Um, not for any of the right reasons. Yeah, no, of course not. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed this particular scene because it was just yeah, anarchy and silliness and like just instant. Yeah, like. <laughs> like and that's kind of the motif of this story, which we'll get into. Um, so uh, this dude, uh, I can't even remember his name. Uh, oh, his... here is my favorite part of the oh. freakout scene. Okay, yeah, um, because. Um, Parents are already showing up to <laughs> collect know, right? their kids. <laughs> yeah. Like... It's like, were they like, you know, they saw... waiting in the parking lot, watching it on their fucking smartphones and shit? Like, you know, like, like just down the street, like, you know, well, I don't want to baby him too much, so I'm just going to wait down the street for when the chaos ensues. And then, you know, like, oh shit, it's happening. <laughs> I, have, I have to point this out slightly. Why are why are American parents speaking in English accents? <laughs> I already answered this I, I, question. I, I was watching a British documentary earlier. <laughs> Just I thought that was serious. And I adopt accents pretty quickly. And when I'm doing a voice, I usually throw on <laughs> the British one. Well, some sort of accent, you know, be it hillbilly or yeah. British or Russian or whatever. And since. I've been watching that. Yeah, that's, that's the one that had... came to my mind. Yeah, no, I just thought those first, but um, yeah. So this dude, the main character, um, and his buddy uh, get out of get out of, of science class. Um, one of their other don't buddies, worry, folks. Yeah, they used the door. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They didn't jump. They out don't the jump out the window. They went with the rest of the crowd and left the building. Um, then they see one of their other buddies, Tyrell, show up. Um, and uh, he's bloodied because he was uh, just he was he just got out of the washroom and suddenly a horde of kids just trampled him, <laughs> um, like it was fucking like Black Friday. Oh, oh, it's actually like Purple Tuesday or whatever it is. Is it really? God damn. It. I, I don't know, but the smoke's purple. Oh right, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah. yeah, like, it's just... I don't know what's up with this guy being out of the loop, like, you know. Yeah, but taking a piss is no excuse <laughs> to not be up to the millisecond Especially when even news. the gym class is, is, is informed of physics. Yeah, all the meatheads in the locker room, and for like... anyone listening who's a meathead in the locker room, yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> But seriously, that's a generalization, and it's for the most part accurate. Uh, <laughs> We're just nice. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, all of these people who don't give a flying fuck about science. Yeah, about or advanced science, like quantum mechanics kind of shit. Yeah, because, like, like. I mean, I remember, like, hearing about the Hadron Collider when I was in college i think was it um holy crap anyway um the and like back in my day when like but i have, have i have a kind of an interest in science to a to a slight degree like i have enough of it that you just would, want it to go horribly wrong so yes. that your cthulhu monsters would exactly come into the world and i can greet my new masters <laughs> um, but uh yeah no like i was informed enough or kind of but i mean that wasn't because like, that was just because i knew a little bit about science but yeah, like, I, I cared enough as, like, I knew enough to be informed that shit was going on, but I didn't, you know, I didn't watch it on the telly or anything. Yeah, and, like, I knew, like, that, no, like, not everybody around me was, like, what, like glued to their, their yeah, computers no and one TVs. Else, no one else gave a shit. Like, I knew, you know, the girlfriend didn't. Yeah. If I, you know, oh, fuck. 
In fact, I can't even remember exactly how long ago, but if it wasn't this girlfriend and it was a different girlfriend, yeah, she wouldn't have even understood the combination <laughs> of the words super collider. Yes. Like, she'd have been like, what? Is that like where they test the cars with the dummies? Oh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that that's how, you know, so I don't believe a bunch of high school students, let alone all of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, would just be like, going to a panic, like... Yeah, like I don't even just, think they'd understand, so they wouldn't have been paying attention, so anything, they wouldn't have known, and then, like, yeah, I get word's gonna spread, because, you know, 20 mile out, you got fucking purple smoke and monsters and shit, but it's gonna take a minute. Yeah, but apparently it only takes 30 seconds for these, like, everybody to just scramble, including their parents who have just arrived. It's like, thank God they were just there in that neighborhood when shit went down. Anyway, um, back to the story. <laughs> the, uh, so... Everyone the th- remembers where they were when the, when the super purpose. collider went all fucky. <laughs> yeah. Because they were all at this high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, so these two, these three friends decide to run back to the one guy's place and... Um, get suited up because it's like, well, my parents are off, like out in another town. Like they're, they're, they're somewhere else, uh, like at work. I hope they're all right. And, um, then they're like inside his house and they're looting the house, like of stuff. It's like, oh, well, we don't have a car because my, my dad took it when, uh, for work and stuff. And it's like, all right, we'll just go to the neighbor's house and we'll just, uh, I know how to, I know how to jumpstart it. I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay. Again, we're like th- maybe 30 minutes into the apocalypse. <laughs> And this is what people's mindset is, apparently, is that, like, we need to instantly start looting and hijacking cars. Well, and my favorite part about that is because before they left, um, fucking our narrator's house. Yeah. They, they, they grab food and shit. They also remember their toothbrushes because they're good boys. Yeah. Who know how to fucking hotwire a car. They're Boy Scouts. (laughs) Yeah, so... Um, they get, they, they, there is a car in the, in the neighbor's garage. However, the neighbor's also in the neighbor's garage. <laughs> and so's his gun! <laughs> yeah. So, they, they break, they, they get the car hotwired, and they break through the garage door as the guy is shooting them, or, like, shooting at them. Um, some buckshot hits the window and whatnot, and then, but they're gone. Like, they're, they're already gone. And as they're driving out through town and out of town... The people, like, the rest of the world is just looting the shit out of everything. (laughs) And it's just complete and utter chaos for some reason. Um, And as they're driving out of town, they can see on the horizon the purple smoke is growing. Um, And they get out to, uh, they camp out after, like, over, like, during the night somewhere. Um, I can't really recall which way or where it is, but it's... It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, And they eventually get to another city or town and they get on a plane and pilot and like or not don't they don't pull, yeah sorry. hold on because oh, okay. this is when it first starts to creep up and it happens like fucking three times and it's just absolutely fucking annoying um ba-ba-ba. direct quote we saw a blue of motion and something <laughs> attacked uh, attacked the reporters yeah yeah no yeah okay yeah so at the beginning of the okay of, like when the first thing happens like now the, it's clearly supposed to be blur, blur of right? motion but they mention it three times as blue yeah. of motion <laughs> so my assumption here and this is definitely assumption so i'm gonna make an ass out of you an option mm-hmm. um uh is that they spelt blur with an e 
And then they're, like, doing their spell check, and they're like, well, oh, okay, that's not a word. So it must have been, like, you know, they just changed all with, and they changed it all to blue. Because later, they've got the word blur. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, now, granted, it's way far removed from this particular instance, but yeah, Yeah. just fucking... Yeah, no, it was confusing me as well. Like, I was like, wait, so so the the alien creature is a blue of motion? (laughs) Because that's where, like, oh, whenever they're, like, it's whenever they're recalling, like, what came through the rift, essentially, mm-hmm. is this blue of motion. <laughs> um, and so, getting back to this, uh, they eventually get onto an, aer- onto an airplane with a bunch of other evacuees um, to get to high ground or to get to, uh, like, a military area or, like, some kind of protection like some sort of safe zone um i'm probably well just, no yeah hold on you, to- I think okay. you totally skipped apart because they camp out okay and they wake up and a planet has appeared in a hole out of a hole in space right and the water and because of that gravitational pull the water is the water the tides are rising and like sinking the coasts so they need to get to higher ground so now <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Okay, this is kind of where I was hoping that the this story wouldn't take me because of the title, but it was one of two places where it was going to take me to one or the other. One, I was going to be extremely pleased with the science because it was going to be well thought out and you know maybe a little fantastical, but reasonably done. Or it was going to have a hint of knowledge about science, but be completely wrong in what it does with it. Yeah. Um, now, this planet, you know, um, if it really is, you know, close enough to the Earth, um, as in, you know, one is orbiting the other because whichever, basically whichever one's bigger, the, en- the other one en- would end yeah. up orbiting... Um, it, it it is going to have an effect on the tides, because that's well, that's what the moon is. Yeah, because it's so because de- that like unless it's something weird, like super weird, it's got to have mass, and mass creates gravity. Exactly. Now, the thing with the tides is the reason we have high and low tides is because when the moon is facing a side of the planet. Now, keep in mind, I actually haven't necessarily 100% looked this up and figured it out. I'm just going with my basic knowledge. knowledge of physics. Yeah. When the moon is, like, on the side that the moon is facing, it pulls water to that side. Yeah. Thus giving you high tide on the moon-facing side. Mm-hmm. The opposite side of the world is low tide. Yeah. Because it's pulling the water. Oh, yeah. Now, again, if I'm mistaken, whatever, but... Like, common and Laws of physics. Yeah. That, that's... You know, how it should go. It doesn't generate water. <laughs> yeah. Like. Like, it's not melting the ice you caps don't and have, causing, like. You don't have high tide in America, like in North America and Australia at the same time. Yeah. You have high tide in one and low tide in the other. Yeah. So if it's an equal, it would actually equal out probably, maybe, who knows, um, if there were two celestial bodies in the sky on opposite sides, it wouldn't generate an, uh, like more water. For exactly. Water, oh, like earth, uh, like a waterfall, in the, or like a tidal wave on either side. Yeah, I get what you're saying there, and honestly, a lot. Okay, 
right now, just getting and I mean, this out don't of the way, get me wrong. The sudden appearance of a large celestial body is going to horrible. be dramatic, and it is going to be catastrophic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it will screw up the planet <laughs> indefinitely. Like probably indefinitely. Um, but I mean, we're talking about like just. In fact, he kind of almost downplays it a little bit with just a tidal waves, because <laughs> like our atmosphere would be fucked <laughs> if that was the case. Uh, I I don't know about that necessarily, but yeah, like like a lot of shit would be wrong. A lot of shit would be wrong, but basically we would have extreme tides, as opposed because I'm assuming it's bigger than the moon because yeah. they call it a, a planet. planet, not a moon. Yeah. yeah, um, or even a meteorite or anything. Yeah. They call it a fucking planet. So. You know, I'm going to go with that, okay, it's at least the size of Earth, or at least around that size. But maybe a little bit smaller, yeah. Who, yeah. So, you know, we're going to have, like, we're gonna have more issues. pronounced tides. And maybe a little bit more. A little bit but we're not going to flood most of the mainland no. of any one continent. The only reason that would happen... Let alone all of them yeah. at once. <laughs> like, the only reason that happened in any disaster movie ever was because the ice caps melted. Because the, mo- that's most of our water is just frozen up in the in the poles, and that's where I think a lot like this story pulls a lot from different d- disaster yeah. flicks. Now I've also been, I've heard somewhere, and I don't know the validity of this, but I've also heard that if you did melt like both polar like both of the polar ice caps, that you still wouldn't have that tremendous amount of flooding that Hollywood likes to show us. Yeah. Now, again, like I say, I don't know the validity of that. I've never taken the measurements well, myself. I mean, yeah. It, it's it's hard to say because, I mean, back in the day, like prehistoric era, we did have an inland sea through North America. So, but yeah, we had an ocean. Like, where the plains are, like where the uh, the flat zones are, like, it was all water. Yes, but that's from melting uh, glaciers. Yeah, So and those are now... That's those. different. Okay. Because the water was already there in ice form. Mm-hmm. And then it melted. Yeah. It had, it like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It had to go somewhere. It yeah. It took time for it to go there. Okay. Gotcha. All right, yeah. Also, the planet wasn't in its current configuration. Exactly, yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah, levels, land I... levels have also, like, r- risen, too, so. But well, yeah, so there's yeah. tectonic shifting all over, all, like, all of the time. Yeah. The point is, this story the is kind of wrong. The point is that <laughs> this is probably the biggest, the first time it tries to use science and fail. Like, it fails horribly. Because the rest of it, it's all fantasy and shit. Yeah. Like, with the super collider going all fucky. Yeah. Because, and... well, that was a... Th- that was a... That was concerns back in the day, or when the when the colliders were being used. It Nothing nothing ever came of it. So... Yeah. And or and people weren't sure, because it had never been done before. Exactly. Um, and so... even if... Even if that wasn't, like, that... Ha- yeah. Yeah. It, it li- it, even it... if we didn't know that it was, you know, fine-ish... <laughs> Um, <laughs> what he wrote is still fantastical. Oh, yeah. Um, um whereas well, this is trying to be science and most of America will be underwater. Yeah, exactly. So we need to get to higher ground. So, yeah. back to the story, they get onto a plane, um, and are flying to a safer zone, and while they're in the plane, uh, some creatures rip through the plane and start attacking and l- luckily though our heroes here's my no oh. here's my favorite part <laughs> okay okay oh yeah i think i know what you're talking about now yeah. you've seen now i don't know what he doesn't say what kind of plane so i assume i always assumed it was a jumbo jet exactly that's what i assumed too plane. um now you've seen the windows on that right yep. 
Yep. I've been on them They're recently, pretty fucking so, yeah. small. Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, head-sized. Okay. Now, do you recall the height measurement of one of these creatures? Seven feet. Yep. Now, I don't, think know, why, about I don't that. know why I know that, but, yeah. Because it's, it's specifically it's said that, yeah, it's a that seven it's foot seven creature. foot tall. Now, if it's proportionately normal, uh, for lack of a better term... Not even the wingspan, because the wings could be folded up. But just the sheer... Okay, you're seven feet... I'm not... I'm not quite six feet tall. I'm a couple inches shy of six feet. Yeah. And I could not crawl through one of those windows. No. The only way... Now, let's add over a foot to my height. Now, to keep me proportioned properly, I'm going to get wider. Yeah. Exactly. Like, the only thing I can think of, which is giving this story a little too much credit, is that they ripped through the the door, the, the actual, like, escape doors. But still, like, you're, like, several thousand feet in the air... That's going to be a problem right there. <laughs> like, right off the get-go, you've just broken um, the, the cardinal rule of keeping a plane in the air. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it, it, like, getting rid of that, like, just impossibility. <laughs> um, these guys. So these guys are being attacked by a monster inside the plane. The pilots are already dead. Um, which, again, already solid problem. Um, and... Dude's about to get killed by the, one of the monsters, and his buddy pulls out a gun from a dead marshal that happens to be in, uh, like, sitting next to them, and blows its head off. Well, and my favorite part is that there happens to be two more I know, air marshals, because right? we've got like, two more like, main characters. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, it's like the guy's writing a really bad video game script. And then, my favorite part is that they, like, get into the cockpit, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, no problems whatsoever. They get in there. Oh, shit, they're dead. And then the plane is just spiraling down to the... De- like, do you know how hard it is to get into an airplane cockpit these days? Yeah. It's um, damn near impossible, and there's a reason for it. Yeah, exactly. So that three man- three teenage maniacs with guns don't do it. Yeah, but they do it. So, uh, what the hell? <laughs> Um, yeah, they see the pilots are dead, the, the, oh, uh, the monster, there's a monster in there too, so they start shooting oh, yeah. at it, and, and destroy them. all of a sudden, like, and all of a sudden monsters are, like, flooding the cockpit, and they're just, like, having a fucking gun shootout. Now, again, like, cause I know I keep saying this, but I have so many favorite parts of this story. So, favorite part of this story, you've got monsters coming in the cockpit, you got three guys with who've lifted guns from uh, Dead marshals. air marshals. Yep. Assuming that, you know, they lifted whatever ammo the air marshal was carrying. They don't have enough ammo. They have a very limited amount of ammo for this gunfight. But by God, it is fucking epic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, three amigos, like, all... Blam, blam, shooting up instruments, because who got time to aim? Exactly. Now, bear in mind, these are 15 or 16-year-olds, too, I think. They even mentioned this, because they were, like, in high school. Like, I know it's America, but at the same time, like, it's Illinois. I think there's gun laws in... I think there's actually pretty strict gun laws in Illinois. Um, dude, so they're clearly gangbangers. One of them knew how to oh, yeah. hotwire a car. Right. Yeah, these clearly, are straight these are, up thugging. Yeah. Um... The thug life did not choose them. Or, sorry, they did not choose the thug life. The thug it life chose them. them. Exactly. They, they, you're thinking, they're like, they, no, they're, no, they're like, gun sideways. <laughs> For the listeners at home, we just uh, tilted our hands in a gun motion. In a gun way. 
But yeah, just like I mean, fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, yeah, no, like the, it's entertaining. It's just dumb entertaining. <laughs> like, yeah. and so the plane starts spiraling because there's no pilots and the, all the equipment's destroyed. Um, and the plane crashes somehow. And this blows my mind. Like somehow they have mustered up enough plot armor to survive a plane crash that spiraled. It didn't even like land, like crash, like like progressively crash, like slide down across the thing. It just spiraled down and dropped. Like that would kill everyone in that plane. And not like not only like did these guys survive like with just bumps and scratches. There were more survivors. <laughs> Which, like, just blows my mind. Like, I'm assuming the people that survived were the ones that weren't killed initially by the aliens. Yeah. Because that's what they are. Um, but, yeah, so, like, police and firefighters... My, my favorite part about the the landing is, you know, Tyrell kicked open the door! <laughs> like... <laughs> like, that, that's not... Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. You know, it's got a handle. <laughs> yeah. A fucking air slide or whatever. Um. God damn it. Uh, and then, yeah, you got, like, a bunch of dead people scattered around the plane. And they're, like, in all of this fucking chaos, there are sirens coming. Yeah. <laughs> somebody was, like, somebody at the local uh, ambulance or something, like, while they're dealing with all the other crises, they're like, oh, shit, we need to get to that plane that's coming down. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, so, but yeah, they, they get there by God, they get there. (laughs) Um, and do they, what happens next? Do they get sent to, uh, I think this is, I think the plan is when they get to Denver. Right. Yeah. So they're like staying in a stadium. Yeah. They're staying at the Denver stadium. Um, oh, and I can't remember what happened or what it was, but something, it might've actually been the flight happened specifically on July 4th. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get into like all the. I noticed. I noticed that, and I was just like, "Oh my God!" And, okay, so we're gonna after this. Like, I don't. This is a rough rundown, folks. We know. Um, oh no! Wait, we'll get through this. Never mind. That's coming up. Okay, so yeah, because there's asteroids coming down too, right? Or something. Mm, okay. Uh, okay, the so they're in Denver. It's the 30th of June mm-hmm. um, that it happened. Scientists showed satellite images showed a third portal open up in space for several days. A large dark portal hovered by Earth in space. It was on July 4th. The situation changed at noon. The TV screens in the stadium were suddenly lit up with breaking news. Several huge asteroids exited the hole and began orbiting Earth. Yeah. One struck the moon. And a large piece of rock flew off, directly struck Central Africa, <laughs> killing thousands. These asteroids, this is, this is again where science fails the writer. Oh, yeah. Uh, three asteroids grazed Earth. Yeah. Asteroids don't, don't graze planets. <laughs> Not if they have atmosphere. If they, if, unless they have, like, unless they don't have atmosphere, they're not gonna graze a planet. No, no, no. Even at at all, mm-hmm. anything large enough to be. Also, they shouldn't be called me. Should... Hush, puppy. Yeah, okay. Because I make that same mistake all the damn time. Anything large enough to be called a planet, if an asteroid is going to come in and graze it, it's going to be strike and like, it well it's the gonna be gravity of the planet is going right, yeah. to yeah sorry yeah suck it in like it it's it's not gonna graze and carry on it's gonna fuck it and then that'll be it yeah yeah um also he's 
like again a little nitpick thing, but I feel it has to be done. They're not called meteor. They're, they're, he keeps calling them meteors when they Actually, strike. He keeps a pla- calling them asteroids. So okay. fuck you. All right, fair enough. I thought there were okay. Anyways, there might have been something later that calls me that says meteors, but like I'm um, pretty sure if they're hitting yeah, the he, Earth, it's meteorites. The chunks of Earth rain back down as meteors on the other side. Gotcha. You know when the three grazed Earth. <laughs> In the three grazed earth. Oh god. So they're in the stadium, like, and oh, what the fuck is happening right now in this story? Um does when does the gravity start changing? Does, um, does, the, does that That's when Venus comes into play. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. When Venus hits. Oh my god, or when Venus gets really close. Is yeah, becoming, yeah. This is like the rima- the, right the, now, um, like the rest of the rocks coming out of the portal are hurled off into space. Um yeah. One struck the ghost planet. Um, then it got scarier. Yeah. Oh. July oh, 10th, no. uh, recent events showed that three portals formed a bizarre triangle and that they exerted a force on the gravity binding planets to the sun. In exactly three weeks, Venus was supposed to strike Earth and Mercury would be swallowed by the sun. Yeah. Now, here's the best part of this. <laughs> Take it away. So, okay. These three portals are fucking with planetary orbits around Sol, our sun. Yeah. But Earth's orbit is fine. Yep. Well, don't you know, we're the center of the Unaffected, universe. Unaffected, <laughs> we don't apparently, get by these extreme force, like, extreme gravitational forces that are really fucking close to Earth, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, so, like, stupid close to Earth. But they're affecting Mercury and Venus and Venus, which are much farther from us that like from the portals than we are. At least that's the best I can surmise. Don't know what's going on with Mars. Um, Mars can piss off because it's on the other side of the planet, or it's on the other side of the orbital ring. Yeah. Um, but Earth's orbit is unaffected. Yeah. Don't. In fact, the only in fact, the only reason like gravity starts fluctuating and going way uh, weird for on Earth is when another planet shows up well, in our system. In, in our not even proximity, like, like the portals are affecting gravity, or supposedly affecting the orbits and stuff of like that. But that, like, if those three planets are ha- if they're ha- having that much force on planets that far away, we should be all dead. Like, we should be crushed. Shit should be happening to us. Yeah, and in a much more catastrophic. Our planet should probably be cracking at this point. Well, I would assume that it would shift our orbit and just like our orbit's kind of a nice precarious little thing. That like, we're the only we don't want altered. Yeah, the only much. reason we're still we're the only reason we're here is because the uh, our our planet is is because we're in the sweet spot for the sun yeah. to have you know life life yeah but you know yeah like uh, you know I'm sure like. You know, when you take the measurements, like, they're ridiculous measurements. Yeah. But when you think about it on a, you know, solar system scale, it's not really it's not that... Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, at the very least, you like, yeah, so much work. Yeah. Um, but, um, whatever. So, let's, let's carry on. Venus gets close enough that it starts screwing up our, um, gravity. Um, so what do these folks do? They decide to start running down into the basement level of the stadium. Um, because things are just flying hmm. up into the sky. What? Hold on. This is this is where they have character development. Oh, right. Okay. Because because one guy is all like, I believe in God oh, and God. shit. Yeah. Um, 
and another guy's just like, we're all gonna die! And this is, this is like, man. just, yeah, completely horribly written shit. It's just contrived. It's funny. And, um, yeah. it's, it's funny as fuck. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah so. Okay, so now, anywho, Venus gets closer. <laughs> and the stadium itself, like, whole parts of it, if not the entire, like, upper part of the stadium are starting to, like, rise up. So these guys have the bright idea, well, we'll get down into the basement level so that we can, we'll just stay on the ceiling and when, uh, until it passes by. Because apparently it's not going to crash into Earth, it's just going to great pass us. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're sit, they, they get up down to the basement and they start, like, walking around on the um, Well, they found, the find themselves lying on the ceiling. Yeah. And the gravitational forces are pushing them up and up and up, and it's, like, hurting them. And then it just kind of stops because it's past. Like, the, the, the planet's got, kept going. Um, okay, now here, here, here's the part. Yeah. Here's the science that I just got to fucking talk about. Yeah. Okay, so now I didn't even bother looking up the size of Venus compared to Earth. But they say the here it's yeah. comparable to size. So yeah. I'm just going to take that at its word because, mm -hmm. you know, that's something I should do. Um, so you've got two planets that are roughly the same size. No matter how close they get, the gravitational pull of one will not lift things literally beneath ground level up towards it. Yeah. If anything, if that... Okay, let's just say that it wasn't Venus and it was fucking Jupiter yeah. that was that close. It wouldn't pull us up. Yeah, I mean, like... Because Earth still has its gravity and it's going to work on us first. But what it would do is... The two planets would fucking collide. Yeah. Or, the, or at <laughs> and the very smush least. Yeah. like bugs. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and actually, if you think about it, like even, like, even using the Jupiter thing, it's like, Jupiter's moons have atmospheres, uh, uh, for, in some cases, and they don't, like, fly off the, the fucking planet. So, yeah, no, it's the same thing. Like, it just, it would create either an orbit around each other, or they collide. Exactly. <laughs> that That's... That's how things like to behave in space. They either like to spin around each other or, or just fight. <laughs> yeah. May the best planet win. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> I was surprised that didn't that quote didn't come up in this fucking mo in this sorry, this fucking story. Oh man. Okay, so yeah, the so anyway, the Venus leaves. Yeah. It, 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 it gave its parting kiss. It's like, walkway. you know what? I don't like it here. Yeah. Let's go see how Saturn's doing. Yeah. Maybe I'll uh, test out Uranus. <laughs> Bet you didn't think you were going to have to crack that joke today. Yeah, it takes them as they come. Yeah. So, so yeah, Venus leaves, and they drop. Like, they get down to the normal. Noise. They get down to the normal floor to the ground again, and they're like, "Oh man, we can do." This. And then everything drops. <laughs> The stadium crashes back down to Earth, and they, like, the building, like, the, the basement partially collapses, crushing parts. Um, when they get, when they wake up, because they, like, spoilers, they survive, <laughs> um... The one, uh, the uh, the one guy has only gotten like a concussion. Um, the other one lost his arm, and well, then Tyrell, because he's Tyrell, the black one. Tyrell. Um, yeah, his legs fucking crushed under shit. His and arm is gone. Keith had fucking amputated his arm because it yeah, was unsavable. Yeah. Um, and Keith, trust me, Keith is a fucking doctor. Um, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and I gotta say, in a fucking dark 
fucking collapsed basement, Keith must be also a bit of a fucking wizard <laughs> to amputate a limb yeah. and stop the bleeding In and have the patient be conscious. Yeah. With no, like, because I, I, we never were told if they have a flashlight, if there's any kind of lighting system at all, it's all in darkness. Um, and then they waited out, uh, I think, right? Like, and then uh, they wake up in beds um, in a hospital. Um, they and, spent several days eating rats and worm too. Yes. Uh, before they were, before they woke up and they were in a hospital and stuff. So they were rescued somehow. Um Tyrell was there on his uh, uh, was in a bed, but he's not he's not doing too well. They don't think he's gonna make it. So uh, I can't. What is the main character's name? Do we? Ever... I don't even yeah. know. I think it's I. Hmm? <laughs> I think it's I. <laughs> nice. So he gets out. He gets out. Um... <laughs> Where am I? I is. Uh, he gets to, uh, to. He leaps out of his bed because he's fine. Um, goes over to Tyrell's bed. Keith's there, sitting there watching his friend. And Tyrell goes on this ridiculous, like sappy speech about you've got to live on you're gonna have a doctor said i'm going out i guess that is it no you're gonna live you have to survive look at what we've been through and then for no reason there's a change in paragraph even though in the previous paragraph both the narrator and tyrell were speaking um uh, I did survive. I didn't die like so many others. But I'm doing it now. I'm still here after the apocalypse. I've seen the new day. This is the earth after the disaster. You will live on and meet new people. You'll get married. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, I, yeah, it's like, this kid is like, what, 15, 16? And he is spouting shit that, like, an elderly character from an apocalypse movie would say. Like, holy crap. So, anyway, Tyrell, and, and like, Tyrell passes. The saddest and we moment. all, we all shed a tear. Yeah. Um, Laughing our asses <laughs> off. Um, uh, so, the story goes on with, uh, they. Years went by. Yeah. Society repaired itself. And, like, basically. Utopia. Yeah. Like, everyone is Every... super fucking cooperative and shit. We're all there are like, still working raiders. together. Yeah. It does point out that there are still, like, bandits and raiders in the, on the coasts. Um, but they've formed, the, the the rest of the world has formed this super society of awesome people. Um, and he's got... Because, you know, all of the shit that happened, fucking Wi-Fi's still up. Yeah. You know, telephone. Fuck it all of it. Yeah. Um, Keith's still around. He's got a, a, a girlfriend or a wife or whatever. He's got a wife, um, bitches. He, this, this main character's got a wife now. They've got just kids. Just Tyrell predicted. Just Motherfucker. Tyrell was the savior of the... Yeah. Anyway. Um, he died for your sins. <laughs> uh, We're gonna and... call him Black Jesus who didn't come back to life. Yeah. Uh, so, and true to his form, because he asked him, was like, uh, like, like named, uh, uh, named one of his, uh, kids after Tyrell. And then... Funny name for a white kid. <laughs> Tyrell's words, not mine, I'm not racist. Yeah, it actually literally just say that. Um, That's like Tyrell's, like, parting shot at Whitey or something, I don't know. I'm guessing you know, Tyrell... Like, I'm a, like... And I don't even think Tyrell was the one who knew how to hotwire a car, I'm pretty sure that was Keith. Yeah, it's Keith. Keith was like... Like, like way to play the not to stereotypes the entire time, and then just at the end it's like, haha, funny well, I, name I, I for kinda, a white kid. I kind of think it's like a parting shot for being the first to die. Like, in so many movies and stories. Yeah, they definitely, like, Tyrell's whole, like, everything about Tyrell dying 
plays on black tropes in <laughs> cinema. It's so fucking true. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's a funny name for a white kid. I'm the only one of us to die. Yeah. So, thanks for not making me the guy who hotwired the car at the start. <laughs> well, no, because we saved that for the apocalypse nut. Because obviously Keith was obsessed with the apocalypse. Like, he was ready for this shit. But anyway, so a couple of years down the road, he's li- this guy, the main character is living his life. And uh, he hears a knock on the door and he goes to it. On Sunday. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes. Don't know what fucking Sunday. It's just on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, we're not told specifics anymore. And, I mean, I feel like this is a prime time to do an Any Given Sunday joke, but I don't know anything about Any Given Sunday, so um, insert that joke here. There we go. So, yeah, he goes, I don't have a joke. I don't know anything about Any Given Sunday. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, on Sunday, someone knocks on his fucking door. Um, you know, he answers the door and there's this old man who just comes in and sits down and he's like, motherfucker, get out of my house. And his dad's all like, don't you remember me, my son? And he's all like, motherfucker, Dark Vader. And he's all like, you are my father or whatever and shit. (laughs) Yeah. And his mom comes in too. So his mom and his dad from way back when. From Springfield, who were were at work in Springfield. Oh my God. Yeah. They survived. And... Bam, they're back, and it was so heartwarming and shit, and that's the end of this gripping tale of insanity. They're all hugging and crying and loving each other and shit, and it's absolutely fucking disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) So, that was our ramshackle rundown of the physics of madness. So... Even with what we with our uh, interspliced like commentary on the story, we still have a little bit to say. Oh, we got lots. That to soapbox say. That, is that coming was... out, and look, it's got a friend. <laughs> um, yeah, this like I was re- I read this through this week. Um, which, by the way, thank you, Doctor Leviathan, for recommend for suggesting this one for us this week. <laughs> Because I feel now justified every time I, sub- I sub- suggest. Really? Because or... how much fun did you have reading this fucking train wreck? Okay, I will give you that. But you've got... Yeah, yeah, exactly. At least mine was fun. I mean, like, it was a fucking, like, oh, man, it was... It was bad. It was... Con- like, oh, it was a fucking train wreck. I just wanna... Don't worry, I'm going to yeah. be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I- I'm going to just... I'm just going to, like, write down, like, lay Fuck down the what... the U.S. Marshals. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna lay down like what like my thoughts are or like my uh, the connections I was seeing that this person was obviously ripping off Stephen King's The Mist, uh, The Day After Tomorrow, um, Snakes on a Plane, uh, The Day After Tomorrow, really? Yeah, The Day After Tomorrow for like their whole like apocalypse, like the, the apocalypse has suddenly happened. They know and they know what to do, kind of bullshit. Um, oh, the uh, what's the one where the planets start colliding into each other? Um. Another one, Independence Day. Uh, there, there are just numerous movies that, as I was reading this, I was like, "Okay, this person clearly ripped off that, or has seen this and decided to incorporate that, has done this, incorporated that." Wow! Oh my god, <laughs> what am I reading? <laughs> I'm reading like a, a high schooler's. You are like, reading story. the greatest amalgamation of fan fiction ever. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of what it is. It's like a fan fiction to all the disaster movies in history of cinema. Well, all the all the major ones. Maybe. Yeah, nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, um, 
yeah it's just and like the dialogue is very primitive um the character it doesn't fit some of them don't even some of it doesn't even fit the characters at all like for age wise like they should not be talking like that what are you talking about <laughs> they should all talk like everything yeah. um oh and then that ending even felt like freaking uh war of the worlds quite uh, with tom cruise <laughs> So it's just like by the ending. Oh, of that, that ending was just so oh. completely out of left field. I know. It's actually hilarious because it's almost like a Hollywood film. Yeah. Where like they yeah, have this felt... really depressing ending, and then they you know like tested it in front of a test audience, and they were like, "Well, I don't like how depressing the movie uh, like the ending is. It kind of makes me want to go home and eat a bullet." So like they just tack on this Special like ending. sappy, happy, crappy ending. Because they never showed involving what parents. parents like that we like heard about, yeah. but we never, we never actually got... met. Yeah, and yeah, just absolutely fucking out of left field. They finally show up, like after years apparently of find. Well, I guess they they need some time huh. to find them and like survive themselves. But oh my god, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, like just so ridiculous. Like it's absolutely preposterous. Um, and it's just fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you got a lot of uh, laughs out of this one. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely, like, okay, don't get me wrong. This thing is fucking horrible. It breaks so many cardinal rules. Um, like, the cardinal rule of dialogue. When when you change speakers and you're writing, what do you do? You usually, like, uh, hit enter and, like, like start a new line, right? Why do people always say it like that? You, It's a new paragraph. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> But yes, that's yeah, what happens yeah. when you hit enter and tab. <laughs> we start a new line, start a new paragraph, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's a new paragraph. And this guy just fucking has, like, all three of the main characters, which are pretty much the only people with fucking speaking lines. Yeah. You'll have them all speak in the same paragraph, and it's just absolutely infuriating to read. Um, just boggles my mind. It's like, are you trying to save space? What, you got a page limit you got to keep this in? Uh, obviously not if it's an, if it's being posted on creepypasta.wiki <laughs> but yeah, yeah just like that 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 one chaps my ass quite a bit because i don't know it's like the first thing you learn about writing dialogue yeah new speaker new paragraph well as you said before we started this it it's it feels very much like a, a high schooler's draft of like a disaster movie like he wanted to make it a really good like a really like a, like what they thought would be a good disaster story um but it's coming out of a like a high schooler who's just starting creative writing class yeah it, it's oh this is it's totally great. written by someone who doesn't know enough yeah um and that that you know may sound harsh but it, it's really just the fact of the matter is they don't know enough they don't you know they clearly don't know enough about <laughs> physics, uh, just with the way gravity exactly. is interacting with things. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they don't understand, you know, the, the, the physics of the solar system. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, the other, the outer part of it is completely ignored. They, they don't, <laughs> they don't under, like, they just don't comprehend how things work, like, um, you know breaking into a fucking pressurized cabin at whatever yeah uh, like like fifteen thousand uh feet in the air that's you're gonna have a bad time even yeah like that alone is gonna ruin your day even alone aliens if you are fucking strapped into a fucking um you're into your seat and 
cabin pressure is suddenly lost, you are still going to have a bad fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know why, and maybe it's just because, like, I, I need to have something to, like, uh, give a dis- uh, give a proper description to these monsters. But every time the monster like was shown like showed up, I exp- I in my head like my my mental image was a vulturey humanoid creature like a Skeksy from Dark Crystal or um, a psychophant um, demon from like Warhammer Forty. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just like that. Whenever they showed I don't know up, about either of those things, it's like I a... just saw my own thing. Yeah, exactly. But you I mean... know what? No, fuck it. I'm gonna retcon what I saw. Why? Because fuck it, if half the shit that happened in this can happen, I can fucking wreck on my opinion. I saw one-eyed, one-eyed, one-horned, five purple people eater. Oh my god. <laughs> that's what you see now. Yeah, that's what I see now. <laughs> I reckoned your fucking opinion. Yes. <laughs> uh, god. And it's just like, yeah, like, it's, and there's this purple, like, the purple, that purple cloud, like, it makes it I... harder to breathe. Slightly I honestly just thought um, that he was a fuck, like Jimi Hendrix fan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, right, right. Because yeah. I don't know if the actual words "purple haze" are in this together. No, I don't think but, they are. But yeah, it's essentially it's definitely the combo I kept going to. Now maybe that's just because you know I'm like fucking twice this author's age. Um, <laughs> I don't. I just kept thinking like the whole the the whole like rift in reality, the mist thing. I just kept thinking that movie uh, that was an adaptation to Stephen King's Mist, except a little bit more derpy. <laughs> um, and actually, I'm also going to throw in a little bit of The Stand. Not so much because of like the whole story, although they are both apocalyptic stories. <clears throat> but the stands apocalypse caused by you know the virus that kills like yeah it's not point eight percent of the population yeah um but the fact that they end up in uh i'm pretty sure it was boulder colorado colorado there we go i can speak mm. <clears throat> and that's where the good guys ended up in stand oh wow yeah um, so yeah, I'm definitely seeing some, like, Not plagiarism, but some fan... Some fan nod to, uh, Stephen King in here. In, yeah. In a couple of places. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, eh, I enjoyed those. I'm yeah. a big fan of King himself. Yeah, so. I, I could appreciate it. It's just like, uh... Just, well, it just I, keeps... I was a big enough fan to catch, like, like I said, I don't even know if it was intended, but I totally caught the Boulder, Colorado in an apocalyptic scenario. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was just like, oh, I'm glad they went there. <laughs> Apparently Boulder is like the place to be the when the world ends. Yeah. Um, Unless you're a bad guy, then go to fucking Vegas. Fuck you. <laughs> nice. Uh, what did you think of the title, like, like for fitting this story? Like, I, we, it threw me off completely. Like, I did not, was not, a, I was, I don't know what I was expecting for a story that was titled The Physics of Madness, but I was not really expecting an apocalypse tale. Well, um... Initially, anyway, like I mean, that's what we got, so that's what it is. But yeah, I mean, I was expecting very early like, on. You're like, oh, okay, that this is what I'm getting. Yeah, um, it exactly. does not shy away cards at all. <laughs> no, um, it, it, and that's the other thing is that it rushes it so like it's like bam, we're here, bam, we did this. Like it skims over. I mean, thankfully, everything. It, thankfully it does because it makes it that much shorter. Well, <laughs> but, yeah, it, like, like it's a long because it's a long tale. If this, yeah, if this hadn't have skimmed over things, I would have been reaming it. Um, yeah, and I can actually say that that's a good thing about this is that it's fucking glosses over shit that doesn't need to be done. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, because yeah, I 
before I started reading this, I did not know what to expect from the title because the title is very doesn't it? It's it doesn't it's paint very, a picture of yeah. what the, a story like this story is. Yeah, like it makes it, it. It the only thing that I can think of is like the physics. So the hadron collider of madness. So it's like the crazy insanity that came out of the the this physics experiment. But that's really all I can tie. Like, that's like that's pushing me my like my trying my connections. Is that it's something that, like it, he he was like oh well it has to do with the hadron collider thing and horrible monstrosities from beyond time and space from another dimension even come in and cause massive chaos and insanity across the planet. But it causes yeah, absolutely it. no madness because everyone's exactly. just like matter to- of fact and accepting of everything. I know. Um, and that's what I didn't like. Oh, like, I hate yeah, it. Like, I don't he- mind the use of the word physics. It's the madness that really kind of yeah. got to maybe me. the physics of chaos, but. Because that's kind of what happened, was that it was just really chaotic time. But, yeah, no, yeah. it's just, yeah, like, I mean, and when I, when I hear physics madness, it, it I think of like, something cerebral. It would have gone better with, um, well, it can't be cerebral, because it has to be physical. That's true, it's yeah. the physics of madness. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, also, I did kind of actually take a bit of exception to the word physics, because clearly this is like, you don't know your physics. Yeah. <laughs> um... And I mean, like, maybe I'm wrong on some of these points, but I don't think so. Because um, <clears throat> I'll admit, I'm not, you know, a studied, learned person when it comes to my knowledge of physics. But one of the great things about physics is pretty fucking predictable. Yeah. <laughs> if you think, if you have a base understanding of physics and you think logically, you can pretty much discern how things are going to go. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this story does not like any physics right. No. Um, so in that regard, like when when you take a look at the whole story and compare it to the title, the title's kind of shite. The only thing that it work that title's working for it is that it made a it like it, it makes people like want to like read it. Well, check it, it out, cause grabbed it, my it, attention because yeah, I'm exactly. a big physics fan. Um, yeah, exactly. And we're just like, <clears throat> like I. I don't necessarily keep completely up to date but when i do stumble upon physics news i read it i don't just like skim it over i don't pass it by yeah like i do with some of the biology stuff unless completely awesome yeah (laughs) but yeah physics is my favorite of the sciences so yeah it, it grabbed my attention, but that's all it did. Yeah. And I guess that got it its spot on our show, so... <laughs> Good job, writer. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just... Uh... I don't know. If my assumption is right and they're a young yeah, like, person, we... like, keep at it. Yeah, keep going. <clears throat> that's the um, case. You know, because, um... like, okay, this was really bad, like, really poorly written, but I'm chalking a lot of that up to, like, age and inexperience. Yeah. Because um, that being said, I mean, like... I totally enjoyed myself. Like, I mean, okay, he's got to get, like, they've got to get their dialogue better, um, and they just need to experience more. Yeah. In in a general thing, they do need to ex- have experience. Um, and, I mean, fact-checking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, if you don't know shit, or you think you know shit, fact-check. Because if you think you know shit, you don't know anything. Especially since it's it's not hard nowadays. No, it's a, it's a fucking Google search away. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, once upon a time, you know, authors had to pay people fucking lots of money to go do this shit for them. But, you know, now it's Google, Google search. Yep. Um, Wikipedia, sometimes. Well, not, not always. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, just, yeah. So, <laughs> like, okay, I didn't like this. It wasn't good. 
But at least I had fun. Yeah. And so, like, I, I don't. I can't, in good conscience, recommend it to any for any merits. No, but do provided. I do know a few people who I would recommend it to team? because they like me enjoy a good train wreck. Yeah. Um. But so I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, if you want, if you know somebody who, I mean, if you want to check this out, even after we've done that this this episode, go for it because it's it is a train wreck. It's fun it, to, it's, it's good for lols. Yeah, it's good for it's good for hilarity. Um. And if you know somebody who will appreciate a good laugh at the expense of bad writing, um, or inexperienced writing, um, go for it. Well, it's just because it's inexperienced doesn't mean it isn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, and it's just but in like otherwise, I, I there's no way I can other than it on its merits of being a bad story and funny to read yeah because it was the uh there's not a whole lot else to say we've kind of we we spoke our piece during the commentary and thereafter so um that's this week's episode uh so if you like what you heard leave us a comment in the comment section below wherever this gets posted either on youtube or tumblr or kiwi six um send us some uh or on facebook Send us uh, a uh, send us a review on iTunes since we're up there now. So that'd be awesome of you. Um, we are both on Twitter at Review Cultist and at Doctor Leviathan. And also send us uh, an email on uh, at Aldente Rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you can also send us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And this has been El Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.